On this podcast, we discuss real-life experiences with teens and adults right here in Santa Barbara. The knowledge we gain and share from these talks are an aim to help young men and women build a solid foundation of confidence. All these kids, dude, that stick in the program, yeah. like today at lunch, we were talking about Diego. Like when he first started, sorry, Diego, I'm not picking on you, dude. I love you, dude. You know I love you. But Diego, when he started, he was like always droopy, like, and he's already quiet, you know, and he was just getting smashed. And now he's smashing fools. I'm watching him triangle, armbar, and Diego's, I see him get up, dude. He's like opening up his keys. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you gotta chill, you know? Sorry, Diego. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. These guys, that's why I brought these two guys because I've seen them do, like, they've changed so much, you know? Like, when I met Sutter, he was just a little twerp. He's still a twerp, but he's not a little twerp anymore. He's like, little, little twerp, you know? And this kid, like, these kids are, I mean, when I look at teenagers, I normally put my head down. I'm like, God, you guys are screwed. But then I look at them, and I'm like, no, nah, everything's going to be cool. Cause, you know, the yeah, because they're out. They're skating. Like, they're actually outside. I hate the fact that you guys like just go to school, come home, go on video games, on your phone, sitting on the couch, just... You guys are going to Santa Barbara Junior High? No, I go to La Colina. Oh, La Colina? Yeah. And both 8th grade? Did, did Sutter, what, were you in Junior High with the girls at all? Or with Bear? No, I, w- I went to La Colina last year, but I transferred over this year because of my sister. And what do you think of SV compared to La Colina? I don't know. I like La Colina better, I think. Why is that? I don't know. It was just, I liked it better, like the school being outside. Uh-huh. Because it's, it's inside at Santa Barbara. And uh, what, what are you guys doing at Santa Barbara now? What Who's your crew over there? I don't, don't know. know. No set friends? Not really. Oh, yeah, because Sutter's at La Colina. I mean, Diego's at La Colina. So who do you hang out with at SB now? Amani? No, he's homeschooled because he got suspended. So I just... (laughs) (laughs) But Gil and Mike, how many friends do you still have from uh, junior high? I know know all all of them. You know them all, but not friends? I'll hang out with them when I see them out, like at a party or something. Uh Uh-huh. But otherwise, no. I usually have, like, the main group. Yeah, but, like, so you went to junior high with Drew, Philip, and all of them, so you're still friends with them, right? Yeah. Phillip's That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I still know all of them. You still. And you were a seventh grader, and Mike was an eighth grader. <laughs> and that was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> How big of a difference was seventh grade to eighth grade? Seventh grade, you were garbage. Garbage? Yeah, I was like a chubby kid, like I was bald. <laughs> the only, the only, the only girls I pulled with, like, the girls in Michael's grade that like, he would just set me up with them, like she, like she, he would just laugh at me. And I'm like, I'm so he would set you up and then laugh at you when you went for it. He'd be like, he'd be like, go, go. I was a little nervous, like I never like called a girl that much. So I was like, I'd like try to like text him, like kick or something, but like, I got too scared, so I just stopped talking to all of them. But in, in eighth grade, you were still, you still had the bald head, didn't you? No. A little bit, a fade, you were still getting a fade? No, I just tried. That's, that's when he started, like, not yeah. doing yeah. anything to his hair, just sat there. Yeah, that's when started like, And that's when you started, like, carrying that backpack around with you everywhere? <laughs> yeah, the Jansport, yeah. <laughs> the Jansport, we were uh-huh. talking about the Jansport today. 
Oh, because in, in junior high, I, I was, for me as a kid, I was never allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to spend the night at friends' house. So for my kids, I always try to let them get out there and just, hey, communicate with me. And with phones and text messages, it's pretty easy. So I would let Gil and Mike go because Mike was always just live with me on and off. But, uh, you know, come to find out, <laughs> you know, he was running all around the east side and in his backpack, he was slanging out of his backpack. What was just that you saw? Well, everywhere. You were? Yeah. Don't, don't talk us down. Yeah. How old are you? You're underselling us. Oh, well, I'm 17 now. And you were slanging out of your backpack at what age? Uh, 14, 15. Uh, <laughs> around those ages. What were you guys slanging? Like everything, everything, yeah. <laughs> everything you can get hold of. Yeah, we used to. We used to go to. Oh, back, no. well, back. I don't know. If, in eighth grade, like, how far you want to go back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right, what's know. the first thing you started okay, saying? I think we started with weed, weed and yeah, hookah pens. Weed. Yeah, weed and hookah, hookah pens. Big. Before, then, before nicotine sticks, there's hookah pens. And then, and then that's when I started getting invited to a lot more parties. So, I brought like a bottle one time. And then everyone, everyone knew me for like bringing bottles, so I'd start. We we go to. How'd you get the bottles? We'd go to ride it and just set up a little operation. Set like two in my backpack, two in his backpack, like handles, and then we'd walk out and just (coughs) just keep them. This we had this duffel bag under my bed because we shared a room. We put everything in there. We'd slide under our bed and just keep it under there. And then like the party came, like slam, sold them. So you sold the bottles to the party? Yeah. Like, yo, I bought these bottles, and then these young kids are in high school, they're like, <gasps> so you're like, everybody give me five bucks. No, 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 no. They, they, they paid for the bottle. bottle. Like a person bought the bottle. Whoever, yeah, they bought for the bottle, right? But then you already got in, so now you're like, oh, dude, Gilbert brought the bottle. You're the, oh, you're the cool guy. So then some other kid in the party is like, hey, dude, I've got this, or my mom and dad have this. What did you get a hold of from these parties? Uh and probably caught them to like Xanax and then we started selling pills. How did you get Xanax? From from another kid? No, I don't I don't remember the first time I like first time I ever saw it but um yeah, so me and Michael started selling pills. Like Adderall and then we had yeah, Xanax. And then we had like I forget I forget what they're called, but these like little football ones are also down there. Are you even allowed to put this on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen what's on YouTube? <laughs> I'm just saying but like Mm. I know that. Yes. I already told you guys, this isn't going to be like, what do you, what's going to make you guys that we, we need to understand what you guys are like, because if we don't find the middle ground as parents, right. And as potential mentors and it's bullshit, it's all a lie. I'm, uh, I need to really know. I need to know, you know, you know, however it happened, you, you got into that, you got into the business. We're not, we're not doing it to portray you guys as cool or anything like that. Because you're not cool. Yeah, Sorry, none of you guys are cool. Drunk, drunk nothing cool about you guys right now. But it's important for other kids to know what you were doing because you guys aren't doing that now. And so we want to know like what got you into that and what phased you out of it. Yeah. So because you said in seventh grade you didn't know anybody and you, it wasn't a good year for you, but eighth grade was like a party year. So how did, how did that transition happen? We, the eighth grade, so, well, I, I, I don't mind, I don't know about Michael's, but I started, I started growing my hair out, I bought some better, like, got my, got my dress game up, <laughs> came to school one day, and, like, one of, like, the good, like, good-looking girls was like, you're cute, and I was like, thank you, and then, <laughs> they just started getting by at the parties. 
I think that's confidence. You yeah. got to taste the confidence. You thought you were cool because you brought the bottle so everyone liked you, which you weren't cool for being you. You're cool because you brought the bottle. Sorry to tell you, dude. No, I know that. I was very aware of that when I was doing it. Then you started getting a little taste of cool, right? A little confidence. And then you said, I'm going to let this little chubby kid slim out a little bit. So you started getting extra lettuce in your burgers you stretched getting, out. No, I started doing push-ups. Push-ups. Burpees. You let your hair grow out. And that confidence set you off. Then maybe that confidence set you off. And then you said, oh, shit, I don't really have to. I don't really have to slang these pills. Or were you still slaying pills? Well, I was, oh yeah, I was, I was sold all the way through it, dude. <laughs> and was the profit fantastic? Were you just making so much money you didn't know what to do with yourself? No, I was, I was just having fun. I was, I mean, I was, I was making money, but it was just like fun, like doing that stuff at the time. Did, did you even think of the consequences of ever getting busted? No, I was, I, I, I knew I wasn't getting caught. I was, I wasn't getting caught by any cops. And I knew. I wasn't. I, I thought I wasn't gonna get caught until until that happened. But yeah, I I knew I wasn't gonna cover any cops. Until prison sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch but, him? Are we talking about when I caught you? Yeah. That was yeah. That was that was, that was, that was the only time. Yeah, that was caught. yeah. That's the only time me, me and Mike were ever caught by it. But yeah, that was the only time I was ever caught by anyone. I, I don't even think I was even, nothing was even caught in my stuff. It was just your backpack. Yeah, it was. I, <laughs> no, that's the, that just that just happened to be the day because like they were rolling like a lot of my friends. And like a lot of my friends like started selling and I started selling too, so they rolled they rolled a lot of them and like one of, one of them said like oh yeah they they caught me so I, I fake tied my shoe and I rolled all my stuff like under the under the building at the junior high so I was like all right I picked everything up put it on my backpack and I was heading home so there's like a jar full of weed and then like a pack of hookah pens it was like really bad really bad uh huh and and, I, and so what brought on the raid for you guys. I think I yeah, was, somebody, I, just, somebody no, in the I, house just told you to do it. Yeah, and you're no, like, I'm no, gonna Louis, do it. No, Louis did. Louis, Louis, Louis told you to like, I, I bet you they have shit in there. And it just so happened that we had a lot of shit under. under so you guys bed. remember how that went down? Yeah, yeah. I remember when it happened. I tried to put, I, I tried to put my backpack outside, and then I was like, the first thing you guys brought, like, brought in, because I, when I was walking in, like, I heard like someone had texted me, like Marina texted me, like, already did the warning. Yeah, already did a raid on 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 her room, so I was like, all right, I'm putting my backpack right here. I feel like in the bushes and walked in and I remember me and Michael were chilling there for like a little bit and then they walked in like you started like looking around and you started getting like a little like pissed off so you like started throwing <laughs> shit and I was like oh fuck I remember you told us to stand against the wall no no cause <laughs> no cause I saw I saw I had I had like a weed shirt I never wore like ever and they're just like there's a weed shirt like laying on my bed with, like weed Jesus on it or something and like it was just chilling under there and I was like and I also had like this little like little boxing with like a bunch of other stuff in it too. So like, alright, I'm just gonna slide it like deeper, like try to like take it out. And like I remember like I remember like telling Michael like we were talking like behind your back when you're like flipping our drawers and stuff. And I'm like, alright, I was like, alright, I grabbed it. And I went to go grab it and I like I go to grab it and like just go put it somewhere else and like he saw me like exactly where I put it. And he's like, You guys go sit up against the wall on your knees and I was like, Alright, like we go we go get the wall and we start turning around like what the we're like, what are you doing? And they're like Hands on your head! And he's just flipping our mattress and like destroying just like our, our room was like destroyed after. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't pissed off. No, no, no yeah, no. I was pissed off. Dude, I, you should have been pissed off. I don't that doesn't work it doesn't work for me. So I don't. But I remember what I did was I went in there and I told you guys to because I tried to use the element of surprise because obviously you're, you guys were already going to try to do what you could to hide whatever you had. 
So I told you both to get together, go in a corner and sit on your ass <laughs> and put your hands behind your back. Oh, I remember that, yeah, and then I tried to move it. Yeah. <laughs> but see, but that's what it was for. Because if I have them isolated in a certain area, any there shouldn't be any movement. So if I'm in there searching and you guys do any movement, then that's an obvious indicator of, okay, now I should go look over here, go see what they're doing. Well, I just thought I could do like fast enough to, like another spot that would find some other You guys time. think you're smarter than us? We did all the same shit you guys no, did. Sometimes we are. So I've got them. I've, oh, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't until like the end of eighth grade. All right, so my question to you guys is this. All right, so you guys did that in eighth grade. You graduated already. You're a senior. Wow. You made it. Kind of. Life hasn't started yet, but you made it kind of, right? Yeah. You're in eighth grade, right? Right. Ninth grade? Eighth. Eighth? Eighth. eighth. You guys see this kind of stuff right now? Kinda. A little bit. Yeah, What do you, like, what's uh, in 8th grade, ninth grade, what is kind of something that you guys see at school? Like, what's, like, the lowdown? Like, what do you guys think we don't know that's going on at school? Because, dude, like, we know we everything. Like, weed and stuff going around, but nothing more than that. Where are these kids getting their weed from? I don't know, just their big brothers or something. Malachi, you see weed at school or no? Mm, I don't see it, but like if I go to the bathroom, vape. Vape. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, people like yeah, people don't, don't, don't offer don't you like, hey, you wanna hit my pen or yeah, you just walk in the bathroom like a party. It's like drawing in our class, and I went to wash my hands, and there was like a big old group like by the urinals just with the pen or with the actual weed. Definitely know. no, never, never actually. No, it's some girls, some girls yeah, do. Some people, like, I, like I, I park my car by the tennis course, and there'll be some like, oh yeah, like two. No, two not in the bathroom. Like, blunts, like, no, in a bathroom. I know, um, I know a few. Like I've gone into the girls' bathroom. I'll be like, someone just like smoked. Like, you guys think that because blood. the the world has made it so easy for you guys to partake in drugs or something like, like a vape pen trip out right because when I was a kid <clears throat> I didn't smoke weed when I was a teenager mm-hmm. I smoked weed when I was like 11 years old and then I didn't smoke weed till I was 21 years old but when I was 11 years old I remember my friend pulling out a piece of aluminum paper aluminum foil creating a pipe getting the stuff I was like what is that green stuff it looks like cilantro I didn't know what it was <laughs> putting it in the pipe smoking and that was hard work yeah, you can't that. do that in the bathroom at a school but now you have the resource to go push push the button and go mm-hmm. my question is like where are these kids getting the vape pen like our kids parents like our kids parents giving it to them are they getting it from their big brothers or sisters and then lastly is do you think and we'll talk about other drugs but do you think like the weed marijuana is kind of affecting teenagers today like do you think it's do you think it's bad? Do you think it's not bad? Because you guys are not dumb. You obviously know that California's changed. Marijuana's legal, right? Mm-hmm. And I have my opinions against it. We could talk about it in a second. But do you guys think it's affecting teenagers? So where are they getting the weed from? And do you guys think it's affecting teenagers? Well, I think any any day and age, whoever, whoever's going to smoke is going to smoke. And whoever gets like, doesn't get a good high from it is not, not going to smoke again. And people are gonna, who want to smoke are still going to smoke. So it's like not it's not really like a difference. You guys, since you guys are still in like high school, like you're in ninth grade, eighth grade. Kind of like what he said. It's just like 
some people like it, some people don't. Where are they getting it from? I think. I don't. I don't think the source of the source of the weed's really gonna change. It's not gonna matter. They're gonna get it from their friends. They're gonna get it from their kids. If they want it, they're gonna get it. And yeah, you some can people find still like, still like, yeah. pay, like pens from their parents. Some people, some kids could just walk into a vape shop and buy one. It's just if somebody, I I think of it like if they want it, they're gonna have it. If, yeah. they, if like it's not, you never see somebody at school blatantly like trying to give you weed, like buy this, buy this. Like if you know the person, you go to them, and you're gonna be cool. Once you get cool with them, then you're like, yeah, they'll tell you, they'll let you know. But if you're not, if you're not introducing yourself to the to like that scene, you're, I don't really think it's gonna get brought to you. Is the peer pressure still there to where like if you don't smoke it? Like I know you said you went in the bathroom. I'm sure you see it happen not just to you but to other kids. Is there still that peer pressure where if you don't smoke or you don't pop that pill that you're looked at as uncool or a pussy. loser? Def- I would say yeah. definitely. Yeah, people in call high you school. pussy. Call you pussy. Is that what your experience is, Malika? You, what you're seeing uh, in ninth grade too? Yeah. Yeah. I've had people ask me that I know. That's, a, that's that. an easy question. You know, we, we always say something like this, like the parents, right? If your friend jumps off a cliff, are you going to jump off a cliff? Maybe. <laughs> well, I guess the answer is, like, is there water? How high is the cliff? Yeah. Is yeah. it going to be fun? Do exactly. I have my cell phone in my pocket? You know what I'm saying? Because if I don't have my cell phone in my pocket and my basketball shorts, I'm jumping off that cliff. If there's water What's the circumstance of somebody chasing me? Fun. Are we doing it for money? Like, is it my homie homie? Is it just a friend? Yeah. Is it an acquaintance? <laughs> and and do, do most kids... Give into that peer pressure from your guys' experience. Oh, hell yeah! When I do it, so you guys. Have, <laughs> so, like, that kind of goes to one of the questions up here is like, what makes a team cool? Like, so if you you know your friends or people your friends, people around you are telling you, hey, you know, take this, take this. No, I'm good, dude. I want to take that. Come on, take it. Don't be a pussy. Take it. And then you take it because you obviously and. We're not shitting on you guys. We're not telling you this is wrong. You're doing it because you want to fit in. You want to be cool and you want to be accepted. Do we agree? Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. I yeah. That's true. We agree, right? That's normal. It goes into yeah. yeah. I mean, that can translate into adults too. Because a lot of the drugs are also social. <clears throat> like, weed is very social. Like, a lot of people, like, you could meet people just by smoking weed and meet, like... It's true. Yeah. You could always, like, kick it or something and smoke it. Mm-hmm. I will tell you guys this thing. Your guys' brains are not developed. You guys are still learning a lot, right? Your brain's not developed. I think it's like 21, 22 years old, right? That is correct. So, I smoke weed at 21 years old. <clears throat> Do I look back and go, man, I should have done it. Yeah, we already had this conversation. Dude, for me, that was tight. That was perfect. At 21, you're an adult. And I say in quotations because I don't think I was an adult till later on. But at 21, you can go to jail. You can drive. You can buy dirty magazines. You can do anything you want. You can gamble. 21, you're in the world. My, my, I think for me, I think, uh, you know, with my kids being young, they're going to ask me one day, Daddy, what's, what's weed? What's mm-hmm. this medicine? And in my household, we talk about marijuana as medication, 100%. Um, I'll just tell my kids, you know, like, when you turn 18 years old, we could talk about it. We could start discussing it. 21, you're, you're free to go. I don't know if I feel comfortable with my 18-year-old smoking. I don't know yet. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Gilbert could probably answer that question better than I can. But I know for sure, I don't believe that marijuana is a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. But listening to you guys talk, you're confused as a teenager. You don't understand yet. You don't understand what marijuana does versus what pills do. For you guys, it's 
all new and fresh. Mm -hmm. So perfect example is you guys were slanging and you're slanging pot and pills. That doesn't make any sense because for me, my friends who smoke weed, who are educated and smart, they don't play with the pills because they understand you consume marijuana so you don't consume the pills. Well, that's why you get a bigger demographic so we have pills. We're not. We're yeah. not. You're, 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 I think you're confusing it as we're doing it and like we're using it. We're we're just getting what people want. I was what like what he was trying to say was we're yeah. selling it. We're providing what people wanted. Like we didn't say oh we want pills like give them to us. Yeah. We were selling like I was selling weed like to sell weed like just cause like I smoked for free when I when I sold weed you, I smoked for free. But did you uh, did you ever sell people weed and pills? No, ne- people never bought. So they, ne- at the same they time. never really no. merged. You definitely only sold pills. It'd be like at like a, a party yeah, or maybe something. Like, yeah, maybe like a pill night, and then like yeah. weed it's, is like something like before you do it, before you go to the party. And obviously, like, there's people like rolling at the party too, like bombs or something. Mm-hmm. So did Diego, you guys see pills at your school or no? Kids take pills yet? I think I definitely feel I've pill I feel like pills are more in as a cultural I guess I don't want to say no, cultural but cultural yeah. drug when we were in when we were young yeah, like no, phased out no, yeah no, I think no. I feel like Xanax and all that are phased out are phasing, phasing out, out phasing out a lot it's, yeah but it's coming like it's kind of coming back in high school though, like a lot of kids are selling Xanax and that's because it was in the music I think so yeah because a lot of that's most most <laughs> like the most like those the sound that like rapper kids are selling it do you guys think the music is influencing you guys today uh, a lot. A, a lot of people, like yeah. I wouldn't say it influenced me. Like, a song, a song is like a song. Like if I hear like Xanax, it's like oh I'm not. Oh Xanax I'm gonna go try <laughs> Xanax because I heard it in a song. You know like. Well, what what stops you? Because a lot of kids aren't. They would exactly go try that because of that. I don't. It just in my head like it's like. I think it's just part of the song. Like, yeah, it's it goes along with the song, but dude, I trip out because I think like when I was young and I was a teenager, and like you would hear a song, you know, you'd be like, you know, I'll never forget like sipping on gin and juice, and I was like, man, gin and juice, what's that? that? So you know, you go to your parents' liquor cabinet, you know, and I was like, gin, sick, juice, sick, you put. Your little brain is working, processing, boom, I heard it on a song on the radio. When is that song going to come back on? Damn, I want to hear that song. How do I hear that song? I got to go buy the tape. How do I go buy the tape? I don't have any money. Got to go steal the tape. Shit, okay, now I have the tape. Now I listen to the song, Gin and Juice. Drink the gin and juice. Take it from my parents. Fill the little bottle up with water so they don't know that I drank it. It was a process. I'm glad I know how to do that. Yeah, you guys, you just go, what's that song again? SoundCloud or Spotify, boom. Xanax, 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 Xanax. This is a great song. Xanax, Xanax, Xanax. What's Xanax? Let's go get some. Okay, hey, you want to get some? Okay, Google. How do I find Xanax in Santa Barbara? Craigslist. You can find it. Boom. You guys have so many. You guys have so much information. Good. That's what I'm saying. You have so much information coming at you from every angle all the time. It's like boom, boom, boom. I think that what that's like, for me, that's kind of what I want to get to know with you guys is like, I want to get to know it. And this goes back to your question. We're not really a question. You're talking shit to your dad. What are teenagers look? What what what's it like to be a tweet teenager in twenty eight nineteen? Right. That's the question right there. I have no idea what it's like to be a teenager in twenty nineteen. I know what it's like to be an adult in twenty nineteen. It's incredible. Like anything I need to know is a hundred point one point two fever okay for my one year old daughter. I'll look it up on Google. You know, 
Anything you need to look up, you can find up as a parent, as an adult. But mm-hmm. as a teenager, when your minds are going, every answer is there, right? So there's, I guess, that's the question I want to ask. What's it like? Let's get like Bear, if you want to answer this question. What's it like being a teenager in 2019? much to compare it to I just it's been a teenager well what's your life like I know you recently transferred out of Santa Barbara because you were unhappy Santa Barbara High School because you were unhappy with the environment that was there mm-hmm. so what did that environment have that you didn't like it's just they just they're so ignorant like <laughs> I mean I could be ignorant too but it's just I, I don't want to deal with that so it, I don't like them. But like, add more to it, like, there is more to like you leaving the school. It wasn't just because of the kids, right? It was like... Because of teachers? Yeah, like teachers too. I just feel like teachers are just giving up slowly. Yeah, with the I kids. agree. You guys don't have any teachers around you that like, you guys are like, dude, this teacher is tight. Like, I love this teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah there's a few. You have, yeah. Malachi, you have a cool teacher? Yeah. But that's like, I the teachers I find Sorry. cool and stuff like that are from electives, you know, like not from and like math or English. Have yeah, you guys ever like stopped that. and thought about what it would be like to be a teacher in 2019 versus being a teenager in 2019? No, I... I, I like you shouldn't be a teacher unless that's what you, like, you're going to be passionate about. It. That's the diff- That's the, the big difference I like between college and high school. Everybody, every teacher in college wants to be there. And that's like their profession, that's their line, that's what they're doing, that's what they enjoy, that's what they love. So everybody there cares a lot more. They care more about educating you, but they care less about what you do. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know, I understand what you're thinking. Now here's what I have to say. Who are high school teachers talking to? Teenagers. Oh, I, to- I right? totally get like us. like 13 to 17 or so, right? Dude, you guys are a pain in the ass group to try to talk to. You're a pain in the ass. You guys know everything, blah, 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 right? Then you go into college. You don't have to go to college. If you don't want to go to college, you don't go to college. Certain groups of people want to go to college, right? Yeah, there's the 18-year-old that their parents are making them go to college. But now you turn 18 and you're kind of opened up to the world a little bit. Also, you're in a college with new people, new environment. Do you think it's probably easier for a college teacher to teach or a high school teacher to teach? College you think teaching college is easier? Yeah. All right. I mean, because I really always try to look at both sides of an equation, you know? We talked about this last time. Um, I was talking to Joe, I think. And he was just telling me the same thing. Like, his teacher Was it Joe? I think I was talking to Joe. He said, like, his teachers, it didn't feel like they, they cared, you know? I mean, I know people that are teachers... Could you imagine every day push and pull, push and pull? Do you guys think that there's some kind of middle ground that that teachers can reach with students? Or do you guys think that the days of traditional school are gone? Do you think that with the, with the internet, that just things are changing and evolving at a pace that we can't keep up with? No, because there is a couple teachers that you like, you like and you, like, you look forward to going to their classes. So it's not like, I get what you're saying, like you're trying to say like, yeah, dealing with us is hard, but, like, you know, I go in a class and a kid is, like, being disrespectful for the teacher, but the teacher's also going back and forth. It's like, I already kicked the kid out of the class and let's get the class going. A lot of teachers spend time arguing, like, back then you, and forth. Then you quit that kid, though. You failed that kid. 
you don't fail him. He needs to step out of the class well, and get his he's mind gonna straight. He's going to be in that class for another semester. So yeah. He deal with that. Kicking him so, out doesn't solve anything. Yeah, kicking him out just tells him, hey, I can't deal with you later. Yeah. And, and that's not. And if you really love teaching, if you really love being a teacher, that's not what you want to do, kick a kid out. You really want to make him change. So Kicking a kid out makes the kid think you want. Do you guys? Do you think? Yeah, the kid. If you kick, if they, if they're blatantly fucking with you, their goal is to get kicked out, and you're you're making they're like they're winning in that sense. All right, out of all you guys, who's been kicked out of a class? One, two, three, four. When's the last time you got kicked out of class ever? Like a couple days ago. For what? For just messing around. What? Last week. What did you get kicked out of class for? Uh, the teacher teacher is talking to one of the students about joining the mafia, saying like, "How how is she gonna do it if you don't have an education?" <laughs> Wait, a student said she wanted to join the mafia. No, you know he, the teacher is like, because uh, the the student has like a barber shop. I don't know. He said the barber mafia, and then he was like, he's like, "Well, how are you gonna join if you don't have an education?" I like I, I like kind of like under my breath a little bit loud. I was all sexual favors. He said, get, out, get out. He said, "Get out, Gilbert," and he started laughing, and I just left. So that was a boy telling a boy teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. Still inappropriate. Well, he, yeah, he yeah. said he, he said Gilbert disrupted our, our class time or our, or our class, like, whatever he calls it, our class vibes, and he was, like, laughing. He, he thought it was funny, but he just, like, couldn't, like, tolerate it in front of the kids. Malachi, why'd you get kicked out of class? Uh, talking. Being very social in class. And getting multiple warnings and then just getting sent to the office. You guys know these teachers aren't robots, right? They're not robots. Like, they got things. They got, like, either a mortgage or rent. They got boyfriends or girlfriends. Or maybe they got a boyfriend and a girlfriend. They have a sick dog with cancer and a grandma with cancer. Their dad's dying of prostate cancer. They might even have an addiction of their own. They're dealing with their own problems. Their boyfriend just left them for their sister. Their car broke down. Their roof is leaking. Some kind of stuff, right? Okay, but that's... They could, right? And then they come to the work and, like, I don't think anybody says, I'm going to become a teacher to make money. That doesn't really exist, right? <clears throat> they want to be a teacher because they want to uh, help the world. And then they come to school, that motivation, I'm going to help the world, even with all that stress on my shoulders. And then you guys, you guys got to hit a teacher with that. But That's the, same, the dynamic that we have to fix. Okay, but the same thing, like, we could have problems that they don't You're know. Right. And teachers um, automatically, like, say, That's like, oh... We deserve this respect because you're our elders. Yes, yeah, so like, already a fixed they, authority. Yeah, but they need to like. Why are we gonna respect you if you're not being respectful towards us? You know, like. And you, like never even like met them before. Like yeah. Alone for like a couple months. Like I know Stay. the way the way I was grown up is like respect your elders as in that, but like. No one wants to be disrespected. So like when you disrespect us, like. We're kids, you know. Like we're automatically in our mind, oh, we're going to make class a living hell for you because you're being disrespectful, you know? So it all goes, teachers are the grown-ups, okay? They can do whatever they want. They have, yeah, they have, um, what's the word, the authority mm-hmm. in the class, but at the same time, like, I think teachers need to earn that respect and build, build with their students because... Obviously, it's not working because kids, like you said, go in there and say stuff like that. But there's a reason behind it. Maybe that kid's going through something, too, you know? 100%. I totally agree with you. <coughs> you my, I know, 
Yeah. yeah. The Mike, I know you would get kicked out on a pretty regular <laughs> basis. What was it? Mostly a game to you, or was it kind of just an f you to the teacher? Cause you guys didn't get along. Uh, it depends the teacher. Sometimes it was a game. Where like you were more interested in the game than what they had to teach. Yeah, cause their teaching was bullshit. So they were teaching and. They were teaching, like, yeah, I don't know how to say they were teaching, it was just ass, and they just weren't, they weren't good at their job, they weren't doing what, like, what they're supposed to, and they're just, it was a Spanish teacher, my last, this is my last senior year, um, it was my Spanish teacher, and, like, he was supposed to be teaching Spanish, but he, like, couldn't, he wasn't saying any of the words right, like, he was teaching us, like, I don't know, he was just teaching terribly. And, like, he was just, like, fuck with people. He would fuck with kids, and then we would mess with them. Like, he was cool for a little bit, but then he just started, like, trying to mess around, and, like, I would fuck with him just because. And then he would try to fuck with me, and I'd be like, all right, if you want to mess with me, like... You think if teachers got paid more and had a little... They, yeah. would, they would do better? Yeah. I feel, like, a, I feel like enough teachers... Yeah, I agree. I think they need yes. more support? Maybe, yes. From whatever it is, the government, the establishment, from this community? You think teachers need more help? Definitely. Do you think who should get paid more, teacher or basketball player? Teacher, uh, no doubt. I think teachers Even LeBron should be James? the. Like, who who teaches LeBron James? Right, the teacher, right? Coach. So mm, like the coach gets paid a lot. That was born. LeBron James was born into his excellence. Okay, but like if he if he if he didn't have like. Like, he obviously had a coach throughout all the teams he played with, right? So that's how he grew as a player. Like, say, like, I'm natural at basketball. If I don't practice and put in the effort to be, like, it's not going to come easy, especially if he's a professional. Like, playing up there is... I agree. You're right. Talk about LeBron James. What are you guys looking for, like, inspiration today? Who inspires you guys? We'll go down the line. You get bang him out like that. I don't really know. Wait, what was the question? Who inspires you? Uh, I don't really know either. Yeah, I can't say I have like a particular inspiration. And what, like? Just in anything. And what is just, who inspires you? I don't know. I don't feel like there's anybody in the world right now to truly inspire. Um. Personally. So that's the same thing, like I'm looking up to someone? Yeah. Uh, I look up a lot to like my family because that's like, they inspire me to be who I am. So, yeah. I look up to many different people for many different reasons. My dad is like for like strength and how he handles like problems and he doesn't like freak out and stuff and then like my theology because she's so understanding and open to talk to and I feel like I want to be like that and I want I like the way she raised us like when she disciplines us like I don't get all mad and start like t- like talking about her because I respect her and she loves me and I feel like I want to be like that to my kids okay who inspires you um well two things one's on a who it's music I love music so I love all types of music, mainly rap, hip hop, but soul music, like just happy music. I yeah, like it. music really helpful. Yeah. yeah, and my definitely. dad. Your dad inspires you? He's pretty inspirational. Yeah. 
I yeah, see. he's pretty inspirational, right? Mr. Tech Dude. And then music's always been there, but with the internet, now you can look up anything. So music and sports, you can always watch it and you know, want to be like the people you see on TV or hear on the radio. But now with the internet, you guys have the ability to look up anything and everything that isn't music, that isn't um, sports, that, that, is, that can contribute to you positively. I'll start with you, Sutter, go down the line again. Just like people helping other people, I guess. Do like you like watch skateboard videos? Yeah, yeah. but that's, that kind of goes with like sports and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, just people, I guess, or like people helping other people, like Sutter said. But you're you're able to look that up on YouTube or yeah. You just find it like on Instagram or something. You can find like random videos. Just scrolling through but, your phone, find it. Uh huh. How about you? Do you have a question? What do you look up that is helpful to you, educational or inspirational, other than music and sports? Sometimes I look up like real estate, business like videos, just how to like invest. Real estate investing? Yeah. Mine? To be honest, I don't really look up anything. I don't really go on Google much. I try not to use my phone. I get all bored. You're definitely on YouTube. <laughs> it's not a lie. Katrina, what do you look up? You definitely watch stuff on YouTube. Watch what? You definitely watch stuff on YouTube. Mm. Play for right now. Where's entertainment? I mean, like, I like watching like other people like travel to different places oh that's cool right like that but bear (laughs) we said Um, educational she watches my bangs yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean I like to watch like criminal stuff and that got me into my criminology class that I'm taking oh that's cool so. Would you want to be a detective or a police officer? A detective cool. or a lawyer, I don't know. Cool. Something about crime. Well, Sutter, lawyers have what? What did you say earlier? No soul. It's alright. There's a sweet girl, she's got a soul. Valentine, what are you looking up except for music and meet people? I don't know, actually. Really. I like how you set that up. You ask them all, what inspires you guys except for music and um, sports? And sports. I guess, why, how do we all know each other? Uh, Paragon. Paragon, yeah. How do we all know each other? We all know each other the same way, right? Paragon. From martial arts. Yeah. Does martial arts inspire you guys at all? Oh. But isn't that like a sport? Yeah. Yes. I guess so, yeah. Alright, so, talking about the sport, does martial arts inspire you guys at all? Oh, definitely. I mean, you're wrestling, you guys aren't, Michael was doing jiu-jitsu before, you did boxing before, but you guys aren't active, Malachi's not boxing, but for you guys that are really in it, like you two and you, do you guys find inspiration in going to the gym, training, working out, wrestling? That's one of my problems, actually, finding an inspiration for wrestling. You don't feel like there's an inspiration for you? Not. What about you guys? I think it kind of helps me get my anger out. Yeah, because I, I have a really out. short temper, short fuse, and I get pissed off very easily. You ever see that in class, guys? 
Sutter? Yeah, this guy gets red, bro. <laughs> he gets so red, he's like the end of a temperature gauge, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's about to pop. I'm like, dude, you need to put some ice on that boy. He's going <laughs> to blow up right now. It's pretty cool. But I like it. Sutter has a no-quit mentality. The kid breaks every limb of his body like five times a month. <laughs> and he just keeps coming back. And I, I like that. You know, these kids, like I said earlier, they both started off as just, they were just weak little boys. Mm-hmm. But I think the jujitsu giving them a little bit of confidence. These guys walk around with a little pep on their step, and I, I like it. I do. I don't, you know, when I see a kid walking around like he thinks he's the shit, you know, most of the people are like, "Oh, that kid thinks he's cool." Nah, I look at that kid. I'm like, dude, that kid's got something that he's gonna get later on, but he's got it early. Now you just gotta know how to channel it. <clears throat> Myself, I get my inspiration from from martial arts for sure. It's kind of hard because martial arts, you deal with a lot of people like knuckleheads. Like, dude, you're just a meathead who knows how to fight. Not very inspirational. But like me, I look at coaches because I'm a coach. I look at other coaches and I know what it's like to be a coach. There's no, not a lot of glory in a coach. How many professional coaches that in martial arts do you guys know? How many, if I said like, how many MMA fighters do you guys know? Dish them out, right? MMA fighters? Or check, yeah. Check. You guys can name MMA fighters, right? Check, check like yeah. Chuck O'Dell was it Adrian? No, that's a boxer. Boxers, fighters, anything. You guys can tell me fighters, Anderson right? Silver. Can you guys tell me any coaches? No, no one finds that. But that's my inspiration. I find, you know, what's your inspiration? My inspiration, or helping teams build confidence in teams is my inspiration, and I'm acting on it. Andrew, do you have inspiration? My kids. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Thanks for making me feel like a bad dad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what I'd like to, to know, because I'm very curious, and I hear from Gil and I, Mike, you've been in a relationship for quite a while already. Yeah. Um, and then Bear, I know you and I went through it with, um, you know, your your uh, relationships through junior high. <laughs> but what, right, right now, in school, is it looking for relationships or is it looking for the hookups? The guys are definitely for the hookups. Some guys, <laughs> some guys. Some, most? Most. most yes. Hookups are fun. Definitely, are definitely in high school. High school yeah, boys. Yeah, because you're a guy. Hookups. Some don't tell me hookups are fun because you're These a guy. These are fun for girls too. Yeah, some girls for, for like some them. girls, but when you guys like find but you, a girl The around. difference when you guys is you tell them, oh, I want you, oh, I want to be with you, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and then oh. you make out with them and then leave them. Oh. If you could just be straight up and say, I just want to make out with you, maybe when I feel like I want to make yeah. out with someone, I'll text you like, oh, I'm re- I want to hook up right now. I'm ready to make out. <laughs> Holy moly, this conversation went wild. Real quick. Exactly Way to go, Gilbert. That's good. Do you guys think that it's appropriate to have a boyfriend or girlfriend at your age or no? Or do you guys think... What do you think? When you f- I don't think it's inappropriate. Yeah, I wouldn't go looking for a boyfriend or girlfriend. Because like, I didn't go look for one. It just happened. You guys think having a boyfriend or girlfriend at your age is good? Like, I don't want to say good or bad. Do you it's guys fun. think like... Yeah, do you like it? Do you like being in a relationship? It's fun. Yeah. Relationship or hookups? Like... These no, these three are the youngest. <laughs> no. So these three are the youngest. Have you guys had a boyfriend or girlfriend? You've had a girlfriend. You had a girlfriend. No, not really. Are you? Th- do you think you want to get a girlfriend? He said no, not really. I guess. You just playing the. Malachi, you want a girlfriend? Uh, not that I'm meeting one now. I don't. I'm trying to focus on getting my grades work. 
Oh, what the... Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That's tight. Yeah, because what, what Bear had said and what I want everyone to know, at least in my opinion, is I don't think there's trouble with not wanting to be in a relationship and, and you just want to date people, but it's about being upfront and honest with them to just let them know, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. So then they're not thinking one thing and while well, you guys are doing another. That's me. And Bear, Katrina, do you guys feel like boys? Because I agree with you. I'm a dad. I got two girls. I see boys and I'm a boy. I will never lie. I'll tell you all the bad things I've ever done. And if if these two, if Gilbert's over like, what do you mean? It's, like, it's fun for the girl too. I'm about to go smack him in the back of the head. And say, hey, cabron, I bet you it's hard to be a girl. I couldn't imagine. I'm, you know, I'm actually thankful I grew up a boy. Thank God I grew up a boy. Do you guys think that boys, and I'm not going to say men, boys, are they respecting you if they want to take you out? Are they being respectful? Are they oblivious? No. What's I going don't on? I think they taught they... how to be a gentleman. Yeah, everyone, everyone, their girl is like stupid. Like they don't, they don't know how to treat like any girl, like any type of way. Like they, how do you they treat, treat a girl, like, Gilbert? Like guy. Huh? How do you treat a girl? A gentleman, exactly, exactly what you said. What does that mean? Huh? What, what does, does it mean to be a gentleman? Open the door for them. You talk politely. You go shake their mom and dad's hand. Introduce yourself. Make sure that they're always okay and they feel comfortable. Do you think that's just what you're supposed to do? Is that what? That's what I'd like to do. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I guess it's like the tip of the iceberg of being a gentleman. That's what's shown at the top. I open the door. I say thank you. I hold their hand. I walk on the side of the street that if a car were to hit us, I get hit first. I was trying to defend her, right? I already got I mean, hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> You did. Ever a girl? That's the tip of the iceberg. But below, below that tip of the iceberg, when no one's looking, and you're at the movie theater and there's no one in the movie theaters, are you behaving like a gentleman? That's the question. Well, as long as she's comfortable with whatever I, I've never done anything in the movie theater, but as long as she's comfortable with whatever I'm doing in the movie theater. Then how you talk to her, how you text her, are boys being gentlemen? No. Well, I, there's a few boys, yeah. They can be respectful, but as like teenagers no girls like, ask for gentlemen's but don't want them well, like yeah, a they, gentleman could yeah, come to you yeah they want to like change like the douchiest like person they could find into like a, 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 like a nice person Have, has anybody here been a victim of being the nice guy definitely oh. very bad friend zoned oh. hard hell yeah yeah 100% maybe you've been friend zoned Diego yeah <laughs> did it hurt I don't, I don't know. Really hurt me, <laughs> <laughs> so Diego, you liked a girl and you were being nice to her. And yeah, like three, two times. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. Did, did you let her know how you felt, or you were expecting her to catch on to what you were doing, like being nice meant that no, you yeah, liked her? Nice. Yes. Outside of this conversation, I mean. You guys all belong to Gilbert, so you guys, I'm sure he coaches you guys on this, but outside of this conversation, do you guys think you're getting either parents or school or just adults that are kind of showing you guys and teaching you guys how to be in relationships, how to connect with someone of the opposite sex or the sex that you like? Because, I mean, right now you don't know nothing. You guys don't know if you like boys, you don't know if you like girls, if you like girls that look like boys. You might not know, right? My question to you is, 
has anybody showed you how to be in a relationship? Or have you guys looked at your parents as an example of relationships? Because I'm sure a lot of us, our parents aren't together anymore, right? Your parents aren't together? Your parents are together? Yeah, they are. Your parents are not together, not together, not together, not together. That seems like the norm. My parents are together. <laughs> Me and my wife are together, right? But do you guys think you have that resource from anywhere, any place? No. Do you guys have anybody showing you guys how to be well, just, young and in love? I just, I just asked my dad anything. You feel comfortable talking to him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The number one person you go to when you have a problem is him. He'll solve it. Do you guys think that it's making your life as teenagers easier to have somebody who you could talk to comfortably instead of maybe how me and Andrew grew up? I don't know if you're like this with your mom, but like, I can't talk to my mom about that. Like, I could talk to my mom about everything, so I'm pretty lucky. Were you Mm -hmm. like that with your parents? Yeah. I talked to my parents about everything. Open, open communication. Not my father. My mother, 100%. Andrew? Did you, were you able to talk to your mom? No, I wasn't. Was that hard? Yeah. yeah. Sutter, can you talk to somebody? I think, yeah, I think especially my dad. Like, he doesn't really get mad at me, no matter kind of like what it is, as long as I come to him and I'm like honest with him. Diego, do you think you could talk to your parents? No, mostly just talk to my big sister. She's 21, so it's easy to talk to her. I was like that too. I had a big sister. It was easy to talk to her. Ask her any stupid question I asked. Malachi. Do you think you could talk to your dad about anything? Yeah. Do you? No. You think you should ask him a little bit more? Is he inviting? Do you think Andrew, do you think your dad could um, answer more questions that you have? Yeah. Are you scared to ask him or do you think he's scared to hear what you have to ask? What do you think is the hard to ask him? It's hard to open up, especially like that. So, using these guys as influences, you guys vouch for being able to open up to your parents, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? Do you think if you opened up to your parents, Diego, that they'd be welcoming to some of the questions you have, or you think your mom and dad would be like, I... <laughs> they'll be What do you think makes that relationship? Do you think it's culture? Do you think it's age? Do you guys, like, because there's some parents... You guys know, some kids, their parents, they drop you guys off, right? And you're like, damn, that's your mom and dad? Damn, I thought that was your grandma and grandpa. They're old as shit, <laughs> right? Like, damn, your parents are old. You guys have a very young father, you know? Like, do you think, and not only that is, I mean, I don't know if you guys know what a, like, I mean, Gilbert, he's, he's from here, I'm from here, but traditional Hispanic parents. Dude, you don't touch any subject like that. You just, just keep your mouth shut. Do you guys think that comes into play? Like, your parents are pretty traditional. Do you think that if you talk to them about something, they'd be like, oh. yeah. yeah? And you wish they were a little bit more open? Yeah. Is there anyone at school you guys feel open with? At, in the school? Like, at teachers or anything like that? Definitely Counselors? Not. No? Yeah. I don't like any of my teachers. I feel like everyone, like, a lot of, like, people, like, in the office or, like, like teachers are always like out to get you like they want to get you in trouble yeah they want to get you in trouble they don't understand you yeah what about your coaches um yeah coaches are cool mm, yes i talk to you about a lot of stuff what do you think makes it different that you can talk to me 
about stuff versus someone at school, like if your teacher's at school, what's the difference? It's easier sometimes to talk to an outside source rather than somebody that's close to you. There's, there's, it's free of, ju- it's a lot more free of judgment and more open. They don't know like everything around you to have a bias. So we're pretty close. I think I know these guys. I know his father. I know everything. But what makes it so easy to talk to your coach? Malachi, you think you could talk to me easier than you could talk to Andrew? Yeah. Why? Because you're not my parents. So. Oh. Yeah, I think parents it's just really hard to talk to. That's the slogan for the fam- for the program right there. <laughs> we are not your parents, but we'll do our best to help you. Yeah, I've always done my best to be open to hear, but I know damn well I don't hear anything, and there's probably things I would rather not hear from them. <laughs> but it's just important that I that I do my best to let you guys know that you can come to me for everything, even though. There are things better off unsaid, but you at least you guys always know I am there if you need me for that. Do you guys ever go to one parent and say, "Hey, don't tell dad, don't tell mom"? Don't tell oh yeah! Oh my god! You guys, yeah. you guys play that game? Yeah. I need to talk to you about something. Just don't tell mom or dad. You guys do know that they're telling each other, right? No, no. Well, your parents aren't together anymore, so it changes the aspect a little bit, right? A little bit different. That's how it was in my house. I just walk in and I'm like, this, she fucking told him. <laughs> I could see it in his face. I could see it in my dad's face as he's eating. He's just looking at me with that face. I'm like, this fucking dude knows. He knows what I did. I look at my mom. I'm like, you told me. She's like, you nothing. <laughs> I mean, my six-year-old's been doing that lately. She told my wife the other day. She's like, don't tell daddy. And my wife's like, I got to tell you something. But Daniel, Olivia told me not to tell you. I was like, what? Well, yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me. You can go sleep outside. You're going to tell me or I'm going to go ask her myself. She's like, okay. So I found out the dirt. What was she, it? She's got a little crush. <laughs> oh, okay. Six years old. She's got a little crush on a boy named Marcus. I was just like, okay. But I can't, we can't say anything out loud. I hope she doesn't see this video. She will, one day. You think it'd be a good idea that she could communicate with me? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. It would make your relationship better. A like, lot stronger. So you girls as females, you guys appreciate the fact that you have a father figure and someone you can talk to? Yeah. Do you think that that relationship is kind of fading away in society today? The father figure? Yeah. I just told my dad last night that I appreciate him for being so open because I felt like all the boys, if I didn't tell my dad the, when I talk about boys with him, how they messed up, I would probably go back to them. But I told my when I told my dad, I'm like, like, I don't have any future with you. I told my dad he messed up and he's not going to forgive you for it. So I kind of leave them alone. So I feel like that's a big reason you should be really close to your daughter. What can what can parents do to be more inviting? Like you guys said, you guys have a very open relationship. What what has made that happen? Like well, just like you so said, like you don't really like, you don't really want to force it, but you just like kind of put it out there, like, and you kind of like you can kind of like leave it in where you like where you start talking about something, and then like. They like they're gonna give something back and it's like oh like that's something like like we don't usually talk about it's it's kind of like fun or like I feel like they talk to you and then you get mad at them and that they say like, yeah, oh like, I can't talk to them anymore I was gonna say like yeah. you get punished for like coming to them and like, 
So I feel like you just need like you never want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. well, definitely. <laughs> you get me grounded for talking to you. I'm like, why would I go to you again? You guys are right. We're not perfect. You guys think it's easy being a parent? Dude, it's so hard, and we're learning every day. You're not when you become a parent. Like that baby comes out, and you look at that baby. You're not a parent at that point. You just created a human. You learn how to be a parent. You know. You know, I think that's a thing that we should work on together as parents and kids. It's like, oh, yeah, super, I could see that already a million times over. Dad, I need to tell you something. What happened? Oh, like, what? How did I get it? You get upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah. I know you had a, we had our podcast and you put it all out there. So your kids will hear it either way. But did you plan on sharing with your kids everything you've been through? You've yeah, 100%. And, yeah, I will. Do you guys see that? Because I share just like you guys share with me, I, I'm an open book to you guys from when I was before your age up until now. How important do you think that is in order for a teen to open up to their parent that their parent is opening up to them? It made me a lot more comfortable trying. Yeah, I think it like makes it so that you can kind of relate. Like if you have something like in common that you want to like tell them, then it makes it a lot easier. Knowing your, that they did the same thing. Yeah. Your parents are open with you? They've told you kind of like their life or whatever? Mostly my dad. Not my mom. Diego, are your parents open with you? Yeah. That's cool. Well, all right. Well, I appreciate everyone's time. And thank you very much. That's it? Yeah, that's it. We'll that's it. Is there anything that you guys want to tell us or anything that you guys think this program can do? Is there anything that you guys feel like do we have to, are we on the right path? Because we're just a bunch of dudes just trying to help you guys no, not like, fail. No, I feel like this is a lot better because they have something like this called AHA at the high school and it's like trash. Like mm. They're like, they make you breathe and say, find your inner self and connect. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like a lot of kids are like, just like sit down and talk like this and like chop it up. But like a lot more kids will want to do this. I feel like it's like, as we, like how a lot of people, like we're just going like talking, like, it definitely helps to know that the same age or around the same age, like, oh, like, this person is going through the same thing. We can talk. Like, it's all open. And especially to know that you guys are, like, open and, like, oh, not going to get us in trouble for, like, talking about stuff. It, like, helps. Like, everyone starts talking about their problems and maybe it helps them solve them in a way because everyone has a different opinion. Like, say I have opinion and I, you have an opinion. Like now they have two opinions to go off of like you know what I should do so the more advice the more better it is I feel like and I know you guys are my my kids that's why you guys are here and some <laughs> of you some of you wanted to back out last minute but you still came but the you know um, Diego Sutter Malachi what made you willing to come and, and speak to a group of, of strangers I mean, I tr- Gus, I, I trust Gus, and he was the one who came to me and asked me if I wanted to do this, so I was like, yeah, all right, sure. Let's so do it. like it would be a good, good experience. All right, Diego? Um, yeah, he just asked me to do it, and I just, yeah, same thing with Sutter. Just decided to do it, I guess. Now that it's, were you guys nervous before coming? Yeah, now that I it's... I kind of just no. didn't know what to expect, so yeah. Yeah, 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 I know what to expect. But it wasn't, wasn't too bad? No. It wasn't so bad? 
you guys think that being able to talk, like what you said, being able to talk to a couple adults who aren't your parents is pretty like, it's kind of refreshing, right? Yeah. You think we, that this could happen more often? Like maybe like a guided discussion, like anything, like the world's crazy. So we can talk about something that's going on in the world that we might not understand. Or you guys want an adult point of view who's not your parent. Do you guys think that these kind of group discussions could kind of help you guys? Well, yeah, because I feel like a lot of kids aren't being listened to. And they don't have that one person to go talk to. So this would be like really good for the kids. Yeah, because like I've a lot of adults said, like, bring up like, oh, you're just a teen. Like, you don't know what you're doing. It's like we... Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I, like that's one of the biggest things I hate when teachers like bring up, oh, you're just a kid, this and that. You don't know. Like, we still have a brain. We're not total idiots. Like... Yeah, it's not your that feelings you are your feelings. Yeah. I guess as adults, we should rephrase that to you guys. It's not that yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. It's you haven't learned experience. this yet. You haven't experienced this yet because you learn and you experience how to become an adult. You don't. You don't just become. You just because just, it's your 18th birthday doesn't mean you're an adult. Yes. And the Mike, you're a freshman college now. Gil senior, Katrina junior. Any ad, any advice for the freshmen? Do your schoolwork. No matter what, just like get it done, and yeah, that way you can have a lot work. more fun. So you have a lot more options after high school. You just do your schoolwork. Yeah. How much easier was high school homework than college homework? Easier. Was it easier? Homework's not hard. It's not, I would say it's just the workloads more. The workloads more in college, right? Yeah. It's just, it's a lot more. Because remember, we remember who we're talking to. These yeah. kids are in 8th grade and ninth grade. The workload The homework is not a lot, right? Yeah, it's, it's not. It's easy, right? Yeah, it's not hard. It's just time consuming. and You just need to, that's something I struggled with is learning and teaching myself to be diligent with work and to actually sit down and want to do it. Knowing that I could just like, I could just sit there and be on my phone or just play Xbox, but just knowing that I should do my work. I need to do it if I want to pass this class. Why pass the class? That's kind of like the last thing. This is a big thing for me. Is you guys, you're looking at college, looking at college. You're in college. Why get good grades? Why do good in high school? What door does that open up when the door from high school closes? When that, when you're done in high school, doing the schoolwork was beneficial, obviously, right? Well, either why? Where does it take you? That's my question. Well, either way, if you don't want to go to college, you've never really cared for high school. Just having that, that accomplishment and having your grades, like having your grades like maybe A's and B's, like it shows someone that you're able to think and use your head and go out and work for them. Like they, they're gonna want like the D student who barely passed high school or the A student, and then you could go to college as well if you do have good grades. If you're a D student, what's your option after school? Get a job or go to CC. <laughs> you can go to vocational school. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm a big fan of too. Has oh, has anybody thought about that? Trade yeah, school. I've heard of that. Yeah. Trade school or anything. Be a plumber. Be anything like that. I think it just gives you more options after high school, even if you don't know what you want to do. Definitely. Getting good grades, right? It's the easiest thing yeah, I think in the world. It gives you something to fall back on. And high yeah. school is so short. It's so short. It's really short. It's I remember, so I remember, short. I remember, I remember like yesterday, my freshman seminar teacher told me, "All right, you better enjoy it because it's gonna go by fast." No, I was a senior. <laughs> <laughs> And Mike, you, you had the option because you came to live with me on and off, but you also left whenever you wanted to go live with your mom, mm -hmm. and your mom wasn't going to make you go to school. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, what made you say, I'm going to do it? 
because you could have easily done whatever the hell you wanted with the freedom you had with your you know your parent situation mm. I don't know just knowing I wanted to it's like I knew deep down I wanted to I was just being stupid and dumb and just acting like I didn't want it because I know deep down I wanted it and because in elementary school I was good at school like I liked being there it was mm-hmm. cool I like learning like but I don't know I was just in a shitty mindset at the time and did the seeing the birth of my brother and I would say my relationship helped a lot with me getting it back into school. Well, having a solid woman by your side, or yeah, young lady and by she was side? just very school oriented. She's she's very she's very very school oriented and like very diligent with what she does and just seeing that. And what attracted you to that? To what? To, to her? her? To that side of her? Yeah. I don't know. Just because I liked it, I seen it, I liked it, and I knew I could do it, and like it just brought it back into me. It's oh. discipline too. What's that? What's discipline? Shut the fuck up, Michael! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. There's got to be a lot of love for him to take that. You guys, what you're saying is that a man needs a good, strong woman, right? Oh, yeah. Strong women fuel the world, right? All right. My mom, uh, when she was in junior high and high school, she got suspended like three times, and I think she got kicked out of the school, but... She, like, forced herself to go into a Catholic school to, like, make her grades better and do better. Because she needed that discipline and structure? Yeah. Uh, same here. I, I didn't do good in high school, and it wasn't until I went to a school where I had to be checked with a metal detector going in, escorted to the bathroom, and having someone watch me go pee from every step of the way to being in one classroom. It's like I had to be, like, in that environment to succeed. And once I did... I, once I was in it, I did succeed. And, and I, I, before we close up, I, I know we didn't wrap up with your, with your guys's, your little, your era of slanging <laughs> Zanny bars and, and drugs, but, so I want to just wrap up with that for, for the kids coming into high school and, and starting high school. What, if they, if they're looking to do that, I'm sure you guys have fun times or whatever you want to call it but is it was it worth it um uh if you want, if you, I mean, if you want the truth like i like the eighth, eighth grade like didn't like really matter like junior high like did not matter to me that much but knowing knowing that it could have set me up better for high school because high school like high school is when i learned like oh shit like i'm fucking up like you did you, you didn't want to do that because junior high will help you get into those better classes like straight out the gate and it'll just and you if you learn in junior high to study how to do your work already then you'll, you'll be set for high school and that's what junior high is setting you up for and you really I really should have paid attention more because now I don't have I don't I don't really have that that good of grades to go to college and yeah I'm just not, I mean in the long run no it's not you guys never thought hey maybe I'm gonna get caught you guys think you'd do good in juvenile hall you think you'd be fine in prison <laughs> I don't want to be prison <laughs> you guys like bologna sandwiches no I don't or being sandwiched. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to get that point across to you guys because I know you said it, it brings people together. It's a social element. But again, I, you guys will have a lot more fun partying as 21-year-olds in your 20s than you will as a, a, a high school kid or a junior high kid. And and you it sort of, gives you a lot more freedom. Yeah, you sort of, to be paranoid you just, about like, getting caught. You can also still go to parties like sober. Like, I, didn't, I didn't do... 
I didn't do anything. Like my 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 freshman and sophomore year, I did not do anything. I was still going like I was still going out. Like I still talked to people. Like as long as you have that confidence, go talk to anyone you want, and you can make friends with wherever you are in high school. Was cool. that like a crutch? Like let me slam a brew or let me get high so I can go talk to this person or talk to this girl. Well, I never, I, I never really need like I never really do anything to go talk to anyone. But I know, I I know that it's at parties like it's definitely like if people think like if you're not drinking over there then like like why are you there? But like you really don't need to as long as like it's it's parties are basically just a social like get together and that's really what it is. You you go to like talk to people and meet people, so you really don't need to be doing all that stuff. I go to a party every single night, dude. At the pad? At the gym. At the gym? Every night it's a party. I talk to people, I have fun. It's cool. Exactly. Don't forget, you guys live in Santa Barbara. This is a pretty cool place. It's beautiful. It's not a rough place to live. We don't have any drive-bys. I mean, they might exist, but for the most part, Santa Barbara's pretty damn nice. You guys are lucky, you know? Uh, we live in California. This place is like the most culturally diverse state there is. So there's not a lot of... You know, the news is pushing all the racial tension. I remember when I was in high school, the Mexicans and the blacks did not kick it. Especially being where I'm from, in L.A. Not, it's not, you guys don't feel that here in Santa Barbara? Oh, definitely not. Definitely you guys not. are all good? Yeah, if any of the black kids kick it, with everyone, like, the white kids, like, jump on them. Not to be, like, weird, but, like, white, white kids are weird. Don't say that. But, like, and then, like... Do you think the white people in Santa Barbara separate themselves from the Hispanics and the blacks? Yeah, the white people yes. do. They definitely do. Yeah. The white people do. Yes. Do you guys think that white the, the upper class? Yeah, white yeah, upper. Especially upper. the people with money. Yeah, the people yeah. with money. The kids with money. Well, because where are the kids from? Money from? They're from Montecito. Montecito. They, <laughs> is there is there Hispanic <laughs> people in Montecito? There's, yeah, there's a couple. And it Some right? Matter if you is there black people in Montecito? Money, yeah. just, you let it go to your head. Oprah. That's it. Do you guys think about? I mean, Malachi's the only black kid in here. What's it like being a black kid in Santa Barbara? Weird. Is it weird? Yes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's not really like big like black community here. There's not. There's now, no, what's it like? I speak on. There's a few black people at school, but I know all of them. So. Do you feel obligated to have to hang out with the black kids because you're black? Yeah. Oh, you feel obligated? But what about being Hispanic? Do you guys feel like being Hispanic in Santa Barbara's? Bringing you down? No, I feel like I feel like I hang out with like a good like variety of people. Yeah, but, like different people. Yeah. But that being said, do you think that the people you do hang out with and I'm not talking about money. I'm like you guys said, I can't agree even more. When you start talking about the upper class, that skin color changes a lot. And they act different, they all talk, but for the most of us we're all on the same boat here. Our parents pay the rent, we work to live. Do you think that because we all kinda stay in, in our class? It's a lot easier to kind of get together and mingle, like, mm-hmm. right? Do you think so? Like, do you think that the kids at school, like, I'm not going to hang out with that guy. He's black. He can't be a black guy's friend. I don't think I don't that feel, ever I goes through really a kid. I don't really feel like anyone's, like, really, like, I mean, not, and I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like anyone in high school, like, ever been, like, racist, like, like me, but I've heard, like, Do you guys see racism things. in school or no? Yeah, I've seen, oh, yeah. I've seen like, yeah. a lot. Of you do? Yeah. In the seminar, I was, uh sitting in this big like this and I was right there there was two girls right there talking and one of them said the n-word but they said it right after they said it they looked at me and then stopped everything that they were doing and they were quiet for the rest of the they time. dropped the ER or the A no just the A and they were quiet they might have been singing the song 
a cr- like no, a like they were talking about like a story that happened like with this boy and, and she was like she said the n-word and I sat there like working and then all of a sudden in, in our house we teach that the E-R and the A are the same thing it's the same I don't word. like either word I don't like either so, word either but I do understand that cultural like culturally if you're black you can drop the A as much as you want and there's nothing I can do about it because the E-R is just not it's not right it's not right. I feel like they, black people, they created the word. They recreated it as like a whole new thing. Like yeah. Like yep. Yep. Other people say. Do you, like, is there any places that you guys feel? Is there any place that you can think of that you don't feel any of that racial tension? Like at school, you guys answered yes. Like you see racism at school. Do you guys see racism in other places? Like. Oh. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just, I don't know if it's racism, but people just like think they're better than. What about on the basketball court? I don't know about like racist, but like I know that I have like a few girls like have like came up to me, oh mismatch like this and that. I'm like standing right next to you, like you really. What's that mean, mismatch? Like oh, like she's thinking that oh, give me the ball, I can definitely beat this girl, sure, take her to the basket. To play, that's basketball. Yeah, that's like just a sport. What about at the skate park? You guys see any racism at the skate park? You do? Those little white boys? I was not saying, I was said, like, yeah. not really racist. Oh, yeah. What about at the gym? Super. Mm-hmm. Paragon. <laughs> Super. Grappling, jiu-jitsu. Very, uh, You guys ever see any racism at the gym? It's kind of hard to be racist when you're right in front of someone's face, right? It's nearly impossible. And then they can beat you up like 10 minutes later. It's impossible, right? It changes everything. I'm always going to go back to the gym because that's my role in this whole program. So That's my my point. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. That's my place I feel at home. And you guys are more than welcome to make that place your home too. These guys guys go to jiu-jitsu on Friday nights. I will do, you know... I had a great time with you guys yesterday. You guys kicked ass. I hope you guys liked it. And it's open to you guys if you're in the program or, you know. And especially as you guys are Gilbert's kids, you guys are going to be mentors in this program. You guys are going to have an understanding of what we're trying to do and how we're trying to help kids. So I'll see you guys on Fridays. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you heard something insightful you think someone else would benefit from hearing, please share and make sure to subscribe in order to stay up to date with future episodes.